0: Welcome to Call the Binge Wife. Have you experienced an episode of your life where you find it hard to decide? We all go through seasons where it just seems we cannot find what we're looking for, eventually spiralling out of control while doomscrolling a menu with far too many options. That's when you need Call the Binge Wife. Ruth and Roger have emptied their bladders, grabbed their favourite snacks and spent countless hours watching TV to help you figure out what to skip and what to binge so sit back relax and call the binge wife now here are your hosts ruth
1: and roger thanks andrew welcome everybody to call the binge wife ruth what are we going to be reviewing today
0: national treasure edge of history
1: there you go all right so before we get to your synopsis just want to thank everybody for coming and listening and uh, hearing our opinions on what to binge if you'd like to engage more with us we've created a facebook group it's free you can come in and hang out and see what we're listening to but also let us know all sorts of things like your opinion on our review and what you're binging yourself we would love to interact and, and get engaged with you so go over to the, the facebook group you can find the link in the show notes of this episode Ruth. Tell us about National Treasure, Edge of History.
0: Okay, so in this TV adaptation of Nicolas Cage's 2004 film, Jess Valenzuela, a 20-year-old dreamer, embarks on an investigation to unravel the mystery of her family history and, with the aid of her friends, strives to recover the lost treasure. According to the description, she is intelligent with a resourceful intellect, a natural, excuse me, flair for puzzles, and a love for a good mystery. The next threat to our nation's lost past is posed by treasure destroyers, notably a gang known as Crosses Nostrum. Tomorrow is ours in the Disney Plus spin off series National Treasure, Edge of History. So to avoid the messy task of having to rewrite history, This faction searches for and destroys treasure. And then when a mysterious stranger provides Jess Valenzuela with a hint to centuries-old treasure that may be tied to her long-deceased father, her entire world is thrown upside down. Jess has a talent for riddles, and she and her pals must follow a sequence of clues that are concealed in American antiques and monuments to the letter. Yet, in a race to find history's greatest buried treasure and learn the truth about her family's past, can Jess outwit a black market antiquities dealer?
1: There you go. Yeah. So that is sets up the show very well. Uh, for some of the show's stats, it's National Treasure, Edge of History. It's got one season. It first dropped December 2022. It's rated TV 14. I don't even really understand why. It's very Disney-esque. Could definitely be on the Disney Channel for sure. Uh, where to Watch is Disney Plus, of course, and the amount of episodes is 10. The genre is action and adventure. Production staff A note is Jerry Bruckheimer, who was uh, producer of the original two films. I'm not sure how much involvement he has in this, but he's definitely marked as an EP. Cast A note is Lizette Oliveira, who plays Jess. Zuri Reed, who plays her best friend Tasha. Catherine Zeta-Jones plays the evil Billy, the villain in the show. And returning from the movies are Harvey Keitel, retired FBI Mason, and Justin Bartha, Riley Poole, Nicolas Cage's uh, sidekick from the first couple of movies. Uh, Mm -hmm. Critics bash this pretty hard uh, at (laughs) 38%. And, you know, viewers weren't too far behind at 49%. uh, (laughs) liking it so uh definitely some lower rotten tomato scores than we're accustomed to of the shows that we watch And yeah. awards, is, of awards so far none to date so ruth why did we watch uh this how did we pick this and what was the reason behind it
0: so for this one i think it was you but I mean, it was you, but I liked the (laughs) movies and thought, oh, okay, Disney version. And then I was confused about how it was connected at first. And I was like, where's Nicolas Cage? I was so (laughs) confused. (laughs) And how many movies were there? Just two. Okay. Yeah. I liked the movies. So I was willing to give it a try. And I, you know, Disney Plus... To see what what's going on there. So, how about you? Why why did you want to watch it and suggest it?
1: Well, as a history major, history teacher, <laughs> two, I, yeah, yeah, I I love the first two the movies. I thought they were just fantastic. The stories, the puzzles, the mm-hmm. reason why they were doing it, uh, all really resonated with me. I love the scene at the um, national gallery where the documents are and yeah and he talks about you know toasting these people for you know essentially committing treason <laughs> when they when they wrote the declaration of independence and so i, I just i love that theme oh, that, i love right. the themes. Yeah. yeah i love the themes that go through uh the movies and thought well you know like you i said it, it's got to be good i mean bruckheimer's come back they're not gonna let it be bad right (laughs) that's the thought (laughs) process it'll be good so so yeah i was very much willing to give it a chance and uh, you know i'm always kind of rooting for disney plus uh lets me down a lot more than say apple or hbo or but but yeah i was i was hoping i was hoping yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so what was the first thing you liked about the show
0: So I liked Zuri Reed as Tasha Rivers. I thought she was great. She managed to bring some humor and interest into the YA character cast. Um, So I really liked her. I hadn't seen her before in anything. And it was nice to see Harvey Keitel. Just to have him in there was kind of like a little bit... Getting towards Nicolas Cage, I was like, oh, connection.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I thought out of the the four or five main young cast members, I thought you're right. I think Zuri did probably the best job. Um, she plays the te- techno yeah. wizard, you know, of the group and provides a good balance. Um, the team has gotten bigger, you know, before it was basically just Nicolas Cage. His character and bartha who played his sidekick maybe a couple mm-hmm. of other people but it's definitely they expanded the team in this one um, yeah and not really sure who worked out all so well <laughs> for them but i'll get to that a little bit later um like you my first one was uh, you know i was a fan of the movies and i enjoyed how they used cameos from harvey and justin uh, bartha in the tv show it wasn't uh too much it wasn't a ton. Uh, you know, I think uh, Jason Bartha's character of Riley Poole appears maybe in three or four episodes uh, and same for Harvey Keitel. He's in three or four episodes. So th- they definitely tried to use that to get people into the show, but then didn't rely on it. So I, I, yeah. was, I was happy about that. I was happy to see him um, in there, but but glad that they weren't didn't take over the show, although Maybe they should have. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I
0: was just thinking that.
1: Yeah. So what was your second positive?
0: I like a good treasure hunt mystery. I like the puzzles and what's next or what's going to happen. Then there were interesting puzzles. I was like, yeah, no, I could never figure that out. (laughs) How did they figure that out? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, how about you? What's your second possible? Yeah,
1: it's about the same thing. You know, when it's National Treasure, we come for the puzzles. <laughs> and they do- definitely deliver. And they deliver.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that they did a good job of creating good puzzles that were not easy to solve, that weren't also weren't like massive stretches, right? I think that sometimes when you do these heist things or solving puzzles in movies or TV, they can be a stretch. And I think they did a good job of making them you know, semi-realistic. Um, there, there That's is some, true. Like there is, there is kind of they use a lot more graphics and what I would call mystical realism. Yeah, when they were solving the puzzles, where you could see things moving around, and that really wasn't done a whole lot in the first series in the movies. So I was, oh, so was a I little, was trying
0: to remember that. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was like they they relied on that gimmick a little too much for me. But for the most part, I, you know, I enjoyed the puzzles. And, and what they did there. So why about, what's your third one?
0: I like the geography and the indigenous stories and connections. So it was interesting to think of treasure connected to Graceland. <laughs> I was like, what? And the, <laughs> the swamps and where's that Louisiana? And yeah. even where it first started off. What was the city where it first started? New Orleans. Yes. it was, well, That was New Orleans, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that was interesting um, thinking about the indigenous connections that were not tied to the current national borders that we have today or, or that were the colonizers, just all of those things that was interesting without getting too much into detail in case you watch it and don't want spoilers. So how about you? What was your, I
1: I agree with you. I think that that, our history is not just 1776 to today, right? Yeah. The, 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 the are, this country has a, the people who lived on, it have a long lasting history well beyond 1776. Well, before,
0: yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah. So I'm I'm glad that they took a little bit of that route. My third, um, like you asked, I think they did a great job of location choices. That's always also one of the things that I enjoyed about the movies was that they, they did a really good job of, placing their characters in good settings Uh, you could definitely tell that they're not using the volume yet if you're not listeners aren't familiar with the volume it's what they use to film a lot of the star wars stuff they've built uh, these stages where they have led screens all around the actors that are connected to motion control cameras so as the camera moves the scenery moves so it looks 3d and mm-hmm. um Disney spent a lot of money. I think they have two or three volumes in London, two or three volumes in Los Angeles, and maybe a couple of other, at least one other city. So it's uh-huh. definitely a wa- way yeah. that, you know, p- to keep production low, cost low. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they could easily have used them on this show. And they did, it seems at least they did not. So I was glad to to be in those scenes, seeing Graceland, seeing you know, being out in the swamp, either know, see, seeing some good in Mexico sex, or you know, maybe stuff in Mexico. Yeah, so I I was glad about that um, to see that they hadn't you know gone full bore into the use of the volume, uh, although it works out fine for Mandalorian. I just yeah, I'm not entirely there yet. <laughs> I want to see actual yeah. places.
0: I love seeing the scenery. That's why Andor, the scenery was really cool in Andor.
1: Yeah, especially the first third of the of the show when they were yeah the so it was definitely good.
0: They were in Scotland, time. I think, or yeah. England somewhere. Yeah.
1: So what's something you didn't like about National Treasure, Edge of History?
0: <laughs> the Edge of History. I was not a huge fan of the Jess actor. Sorry, Lizette. Is it? Lisette Oliveira, but I give her time to grow as an actor. Um, I think you pointed out a few things to me and sometimes I feel like, well, I, I could not act. Um, but with practice, a lot of practice and discipline, perhaps anyone can, right? No, that's a, is it nature or nurture? That's a whole other discussion, but, uh, (laughs) I give her time to grow, but, um, so it was a bit too YA young adult cheesy for me to just the other characters and this is gonna maybe not be popular with some folks i wasn't a huge katherine zeta jones fan of billy i would her play how she i think she's a great actor um actress and she did a really good job and a great villain she's really good at playing villains but her accent bothered me is that mm. her real accent
1: I, I thought so. she she's, was
0: trying to make stuff up, but I think that is her accent.
1: And and I think that the thing about her is that and even I was in this place that I always thought that she was Hispanic at some level. And she's not.
0: She's, no, she's from like actually. Or I, I knew that, that because of like, like she's Welsh, actually. Okay. And I when she played with Sean Connery, or somehow I knew that she wasn't Hispanic. So I was like, What is this accent? And that's really picky of me, huh? But just being honest, how about you? <laughs> what is, what is something you didn't like about the show?
1: Yeah. So one of the things about Disney is, in my opinion, they go out and find nobodies. And you kind of talked about this uh, with the Jess Jess actor, Lizette. They go out and find nobodies and then kind of bring them up through their system. Mm-hmm. And for me, it seemed like all of the young characters in the show weren't ready for prime time, right? (laughs) They were not, you know, okay. If that happens on the Disney channel, no big deal, right? You can grow a character over multiple seasons. You can do that. But when you're talking about what I assume to be a fairly decent sized budget film, then you can't just throw anybody in there. And Mm. a decently sized budget TV show. Mm -hmm. I, I wish they were gotten some people that had more acting chops than what they did and so, so that was a little it, it took a lot away it wasn't a little it took a lot away from yeah. my enjoyment of the show that you know especially was that not a real great actress um the people that she was with not super and they were good but they weren't Zuri was,
0: yeah, yeah. Zuri was yeah. probably
1: the best and i don't know what kind of experience she has acting outside mm-hmm. of this. but definitely when the main character you know, you rely a lot on the main character to yeah. be a strong actor who can bring it and then bring everybody else in the cast along with them. And Lizette just was not able to accomplish that. So, uh, well, the um,
0: idea of her, sorry, sure. I liked how she looked or how it kind of fit. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
1: But when you go to like Marvel's casting of Miss Mar- Marvel and Kamala Khan, holy yeah. crap. That, <sighs> she just kicked that out of the park and she brought yeah. everybody else in with her and, and it was good i thought it was really good She did that's a, a really job.
0: good comparison mm-hmm.
1: this one they just kind of missed the boat for me like completely i wasn't impressed with the acting especially the main younger characters um, just didn't pull through for me yeah so skip it or binge it
0: skip it <laughs> I think it skim- <laughs> unless you're a big fan of the movies and really like puzzles or one or the other, or if you have tween and want to watch it with them. Perfect. But yeah. How about you?
1: Yeah, I'm totally in agreement. Uh, you know, if you're a huge fan of the adult movies, I mean, you should watch it. I mean, you're going to. It'll be enjoyable. It may, it's not going to live up to the movies by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but it, but it, I would binge it if you if really you're a fan if you're
0: movies. a fan. Oh, fan of the movies, yeah,
1: yeah. And like you said, if you hmm. have tweens in the house or younger kids, I, I think it's it's good. It's a, it does good at representation uh, of different cultures. It does a great job of talking about history. I, I think there's some good stuff there if you have younger kids and you want to watch something with them, which is difficult these days uh, with the kind of tv that's being produced that's so, true it might but.
0: be something fun to watch yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: i think if you have young kids you, you know.
0: might there's some eye rolling and a little bit of groaning that might take place then right. Or you are like <laughs> <"Argh.">
1: yeah <laughs> but but if you can you know you want to spend some time with your kids i would say you know go for it but otherwise skip it So that is our take on National Treasure, Edge of History. We are excited that you chose to come and hang out with us and hear our opinions and and laugh with us and enjoy this. We would love to do that more. So please come out to the Facebook group. It's free. Yeah, let us know
0: what you thought. Let us know what you thought about this show if you watched it or or, are going to watch it.
1: Yeah, and any of the shows that we've covered so far in our three seasons. Absolutely. the, The Facebook group is a great place to do that. Ruth, how else can people engage with us?
0: So you can uh, email us at callthebingewife at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at call underscore the underscore bingewife. And we'd love to hear from you.
1: Remember, if you don't know what to watch next, call the bingewife.